नास्त्र विचार नैकनिपुन साधर्म संस्थापको नास्त्र विचार नैकनिपुन साधर्म संस्थापको लोकानितिणो त्रिभुवने मनौ शरण्नाको लोकानितिणो त्रिभुवने मनौ शरण्नाको मनौ शरण्नाको राधा कृष्ण पदारविंद भजना नंदेनालिको राधा कृष्ण पदारविंद भजना नंदेनालिको राधा कृष्ण पदारविंद भजना नंदेनालिको बंदे रूप सनातन रघुजुग श्री जीव गोपाल को बंदे रूप सनातन रघुजुग श्री जीव गोपाल बंदे रूप सनातन रघुजुगो श्री जीव गोपाल को
Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Bande Rupa Sanatana Raghu Jugo Shri Jeeva Gopalakku Bande Rupa Sanatana Jaya Prabhu Pada, Jaya Prabhu Pada, Prabhu Pada, Jaya Prabhu Pada. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya, Krishna Prashthaya Bhutale. Shrimate Bhaktivedanta Swami Niti Namine Namaste Sarashate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunnavadi Paschatta Deshutarine Srila Prabhupada Ki Jaya Hare Krishna So going back to Brihad Bhagavatam Ritam again The the nectarian 
expansion of Srimad Bhagavatam, the great nectarian Srimad Bhagavatam. So, Gokumar now is instructed to go back to Vrindavan. So, when he came to Vrindavan, he started to wandering alone there, observing the earth, a splendor that he had never seen before. This earth planet appeared to be so wonderful. And taking up his residence in the forest, he started to live there. The earth planet is glorious because the Lord performs his pastimes here. And when he was in Mathura, Madhupuri, he heard some brahmanas were discussing Srimad Bhagavatam. So he heard Srimad Bhagavatam in their assembly, in their association. Can somebody switch it off? Just switch it off. And after understanding the devotional service in its nine form, he came uh, to reside in the forest of Vrindavan and as he arrived in Vrindavan, he met his spiritual master. And he appeared splendid as before. And when he saw him lying in front of him, then he picked him up affectionately and embraced him and offered his blessings. And in this way, his spiritual master bestowed his mercy upon him. And receiving his grace, he received, receiving his grace, all the confidential secrets of spiritual life was revealed to him in his heart. So this is how, by the mercy of the spiritual master, the transcendental knowledge or the secret of spiritual life becomes revealed in the heart. And it inundated his heart so profusely that he lost control of himself. He was unable to do anything but just chant the holy name of the Lord. The chant the glories of the Lord saying, 
ओ कृष्णा ओ गोपाल हरि मुकुंदा गोविंदा ओ नंद किशोर कृष्णा ओ डार्लिंग सन ऑफ श्री जशोदा प्लीज शो मी योर फेवर ओ लाइफ ऑफ डिवाइन काउहर्ड गर्ल्स ओ लॉर्ड ऑफ राधिका प्लीज बिस्टो योर मर्सी अपॉन मी इन दिस वे ही कॉल्ड आउट टू कृष्णा एंड सैंग हिज ग्लोरीज इन वेरियस वेज एट वन मोमेंट ही डांस्ड लाइक ए मैड मैन विथ हिज हार्ट फिल्ड विथ जॉय एंड एट अनादर टाइम ही जस्ट सॉब्ड loudly like a madman wandering here and there according to his whims forgetting his own body and everything else once he thought once he thought that he saw the lord of his life standing in front of him and he ran to hold of him get hold of him to catch him overwhelmed by love he fainted and fell to the ground when he gained his senses when he regained his consciousness then he found that the associates of the lord had come with a very special spaceship airplane to take him to vaikuntha and he was uh, quite bewildered quite shocked he uh, saw that um, that <coughs> those personalities were taking him to the spiritual world as he respectfully offered his obeisances to them those associates of the lord vishnu dutas embraced him and reassured him again and again putting forward hundreds of arguments they wish to give him a body just like theirs that means four armed uh, holding conch disc club and lotus but he refused to take that offer and uh, with his same form as a as he had in govardhan he entered into vaikuntha and yeah on the way to vaikuntha he actually came across lord shiva remember how he uh, met lord shiva and parvati before and they instructed him and then the vishnu dutas came and they also instructed him and then asked him to go to vrindavan uh, 
So on his way back, he met Lord Shiva again with great pleasure and filled with love the, he uh, instructed and blessed him again. Then the arriving in Vaikuntha, the associates of the Lord told him, just you went, just you wait here and we will take you. And when he was waiting outside of the gate of Vaikuntha, then different personalities came, like he saw the personality came down from a spaceship and he thought that that was the Lord. So he started to offer prayers to him saying, uh, offering his prayers to him, addressing him as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But hearing that, that personality just covered his ears uh, and uh, said, no, no, I am not the Lord, I am not the Lord. Then another personality came <laughs> So he thought he was the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So he again offered him prayers and that person affectionately smiled at him and said, look, uh, I am not uh, the Lord and went in. Uh, so in this way, uh, he uh, met various residents of Vaikuntha uh, who appeared to be the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But who in return, when he offered their obeisance, his obeisances to them, he just quickly, they just uh, responded by saying, I am the servant, I am the servant, I am the servant of the servants. So, <clears throat> then the, the Vishnu Dutas came back to take him inside and so he uh, went with them, they took him inside and there he saw that so many personalities who look just like the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And uh, there, he was passing through one gate after another in Vaikuntha. Those gates were guarded by the, uh, the celestial, uh, the trans, the Vishnu Dutas like Jais and Vijayas and they uh, glorified him as they arrived there and they reported to their next head uh, saying that this personality has arrived. So gate after gate he went like that and when he came upon these personalities uh, like who were these gatekeepers were addressing as the Lord or Master. So he thought that they were the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So anyway, initially he was quite confused arriving in Vaikuntha, seeing all those spiritual personalities having the same form. And he also saw other personalities. Some appeared like human beings, some as monkeys, demigods, demons, or sages, and some even bore the 
the uh, signs of uh, uh, Varnashram. In Varnashram system, different people dress themselves also differently. Like Brahmanas dress in a certain way, Kshatriyas dress in a certain way, Vaishyas dress in a certain way. So, you know, different people, he saw as if these people were following Varnashram and some look like Indra, some look like Chandra or other demigods, some had three eyes or four hands or four arms or eight or thousand faces. So, this is how he entered into Vaikuntha, seeing the wonderful characteristic of that place. Though there seem to be different personalities and different hierarchies in Vaikuntha, but he could also recognize that all the residents, all they are all considered to be equal among themselves. There is no uh, discrimination in their position. And he could <coughs> uh, uh, he experienced that the happiness that he derived in Vaikuntha was million times greater than the happiness that he experienced in Brahma Jyoti. So then finally he was taken to the Supreme Personality of Godhead in a, pla in a palace uh, which was beyond any, anybody's imagination. Actually Vaikuntha itself was gorgeous and exquisitely opulent. But that palace was indescribably opulent and within the palace he saw before him at a distance the personality of Godhead the Lord of Vaikuntha was sitting on a royal throne the brilliant effulgence of his sweet, attractive limbs defeated the plunder of new rain cloud. The effulgence lent further grace to his garlands, cosmetics and garments, already graced by jewelries made of gold bedecked with gems. His forearms shining, long and well-built, enhanced the beauty of his bangles and armlets. Two yellow silk garments dressed his body and charming earrings set off his rounded cheeks. On his broad chest was Kostava jewel. On his conch shell neck a string of pearls and on his moon-like face 
a nectarian smile. His lotus eyes were alive with playful glances. The great compassion he may he uh, he greeted him. Rama Lakshmi Devi was standing on his left side and reverently offered him excellent pan to chew, betel leaf to chew, which he accepted. And that color of the pan made his bimba fruit-like lips even more attractive. And their rust luster reflected on his teeth two rows of spotless kunda flowers. Illumined by the glow of those flowers, his playful smile shone splendidly. His amusing words and gestures stole away the hearts of his devotees. Goddess Dharani, Bhudevi, in one side was Lakshmi Devi, left side, and right side was Bhudevi or Dharani. On her, uh, she was holding a vessel uh, where he was uh, spitting the remnants of betel nut, constantly worshipped by the Lord with massage, with massages inside, with messages inside long glances. And the Lord's excellent weapon, like Sudarshan, served him in beautiful personified form. Uh, so Lord Sudarshan is also a person. Their identity is marked by symbols on their heads. They're all person personalities. And their symbols were marked on their forehead. They are servants like uh, Shesha, Garura, Vishakshena and other leaders of his many groups of attendants bowed down before him with devotion, stood before him with palms joined above their heads and praised him in wonderful poetic language. Narad Muni was dancing and his expert singing and veena playing created such clever entertainment that the Lord and his two consorts, Rama and Dharani, sometimes laughed out loudly. The fullness of the ecstasy this sight brought to Gopkumar such delight that he forgot what the attendants of the Lord had instructed him. The attendants of the Lord and the Vishnu Dutas actually told him that, look, when you go in front of the Lord, you should be very careful, very reverential and so forth. But he completely forgot that in ecstasy. And he called out to him, Oh Gopal, my life and soul. <laughs> and he ran forward to embrace him. Some attendants who were standing by the Lord's side, they stopped him and he became very heartbroken. 
not being able to and then later on we'll see the other residents after they afterwards they told him you should not behave like that in front of the Lord he's a supreme personality of Godhead uh, like worshipable Lord he should be worshipped with great awe and reverence shouldn't be treated like the way you did trying to embrace him what do you think who you are <laughs> so this is how uh, they actually uh, warned him and the guards who actually stopped him when the, they stopped him Gopkumar fainted so they carefully uh, brought him back to his senses wiped his uh, face which was smeared with tears and in a gentle voice the Lord then uh, uh, told him in a gentle voice please come back to your senses my boy come here quickly and then he felt the highest limit of joy he danced all around as if seized by madness and stumbled about but, but with great endeavor the Lord's servants calmed him down and at last he awakened from the trance and when he came back to his sense from the trance he heard the Lord telling him uh, Narayan was telling him Welcome, welcome my dear boy I am fortunate, most fortunate to meet you here For so long I have been eager to see you My dear friend You have passed many lifetimes without paying any attention to me at all for so long hope had me dancing like a fool thinking perhaps in this lifetime or this or this or this he will finally turn his face towards me so that shows how the Lord is actually waiting for us to go back to him the Lord is telling Gop Kumar for so I mean I had been waiting for you for so long and each time you took the birth uh, I thought that in this lifetime you'll come back to me in this lifetime you'll turn your attention towards me and in this way uh, one after another lifetime went by and I was waiting even dancing hoping that you will be coming back to me the Lord is telling him but you showed me no mercy and I considered this I grew impatient full of anxiety to receive your favor so I transgressed my eternal code of conduct and arranged for you to take your current birth Dear boy, in that divine district of Govardhan, in my most, in my most beloved abode, I myself became your guru, known by the name Jayanta. 
So the Lord himself became uh, his guru. Today, you have at last fulfilled the desire I have harbored for so long. Please nourish your happiness and mine by staying here forever. So, hearing these words of the Lord, Gop Kumar felt as if he has become intoxicated by drinking the beverage of the Supreme Lord's words. He was unable to offer him praise or to understand or do anything. He was completely perplexed. Then just in front of him appeared a number of flute players dressed as cowherd like him. They were affectionately encouraged him to come and they pulled him in their midst and urged him to play his flute. And Gop Kumar in various style, in various tune, in various ragas, he played his flute born on Govardhan Hill and in this way he satisfied the ocean of all skillful he satisfied the ocean of all skillful arts the reservoir of all mercy Sri Madhav along with his associates when the time came to stop everyone on the request of Lakshmi Devi started to leave but he didn't want to go the devotees had to persuade him to let them escort him outside. In Vaikuntha also he was approached like everyone else by transcendental opulences but he avoided them. He refused to show even the splendor or spontaneously splendor that spontaneously appeared to him. He just recited there in the same form as a cowherd boy. In Vaikuntha all opulences are purely spiritual, full of eternity, knowledge and bliss. In Vaikuntha everything is full of, uh, is, everything is Satchidananda, eternity, knowledge and bliss and everything is so full of splendor and whenever somebody wants they submit them so like the splendor all these opulences all these inconceivable mystic powers and things they automatically come to them whenever they want But hmm, Gop Kumar remained unaffected by that uh, and he just maintained his simple uh, demeanor as a cowherd boy and uh, he continued to pay serious attention to, this, to his worship of the Supreme Lord and always happily behave like an insignificant person. 
and then in his heart he concluded that the great mercy that the great mercy of the lord he had now surely gained the ultimate fruit to be acquired from all his prior births and endeavors and he used to think to himself oh what an unimaginable happiness what an exalted abode what a wonderful master and how greatly wonderful his mercy and then gradual in after some time by the lord's mercy he obtained the intimate personal service to the lord of fanning him with a chamara and he felt the bliss of seeing the lord all the time as he played for him on his flute and by the habit of his past practice over and over, over again over and over again he would sometimes loudly chant in various ways o krishna gopala he always sang openly in excellent prayers of his activities in gokul which reveal his greatest glories the residents of the place uh, laughing with hearts melted by affection often came to him when he was outside the lord's presence and spoke to him in no uncertain terms like teachers instructing a student uh, the residents of vaikuntha said you should not address the lord as lords like this you should not address the lord of the lords like this and don't sing his praise that way just recite the standard prayers about his unlimited most amazing glories to annihilate the wicked and protect the civilized uh, and to chant and to cheat kamsa the lord disguised himself as a cowherd boy by his illusory energy there they think that krishna assumed that form in order to protect the devotees and annihilate the demons and cheat kamsa so that kamsa cannot could not recognize him as the supreme personality of god him so he was disguising himself as a cowherd boy devotees of the lord have little regard for tales of his illusory affairs such narrations may be suitable in the beginning of devotional practice but they but they do not factually glorify the lord and so we can see that the residents of vaikuntha do not recognize krishna's actual position they think that uh, krishna is one of the incarnations of the lord that he came to the earth planet to kill kamsa and other demons and protect the devotees however some of the vaikuntha residents also told among the lord's inconceivable activities those playful pastimes are also his pastimes so there is no fault 
in chanting about them. The others, Vaikuntha verses told that you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't chant those names or treat him like that. As a cowherd boy, that was just one pastime of the Lord. But some others said, well, after all, they're pastimes of the Lord, so there is no harm uh, in chanting those or uh, speaking about those pastimes. Then a few extremely exalted devotees stopped all the others angrily, said, really, why are you talking like this? As if you had no intelligence. Krishna is so kind to his devotees that Sankirtan of any of his activities is glorious and beneficial and satisfying to our Divine Master. So in this way you can see in Vaikuntha also different residents of Vaikuntha, different associates of the Lord have different understanding and attitude. So at, go, 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 at first, go, go, hearing that, the, hearing this kind of instructions, as it has been mentioned, they used to speak to him as if a teacher speaking to a student. So hearing that, Gop Kumar used to feel embarrassed. Uh, then he felt satisfied, hmm, thinking that although in truth, the inner core of my heart was not fully appeased. He felt discouraged that he couldn't see the unique form, pastimes and other features of the lotus feet of his worshipable Lord Sri Gopal. But then he would see Lord Vaikuntanath, the most exalted knower of everything, as the darling son of Nanda Maharaj. So he would see Narayan as son of Nanda Maharaj. Lakshmi Devi and Dhara as Radhika and Chandravali. And see the Lord's personal attendants as the young boys of Braja. So although he would see the Lord in that way, but his heart would not become fully satisfied because he couldn't see the Lord and his companions play as they do in the land of Braja. In the land of Braja, Krishna plays with his friends in, in such a wonderful way that he was missing. Although sometimes you would see that Narayan has become Krishna. He would see Narayan as Krishna. He would see uh, Lakshmi Devi and Dharani Devi as Radhika and Chandravali. And he would see his attendants as cowherd boys. But although they would be there like that, but they wouldn't be acting like the way Krishna did in Vrindavan. Occasionally, in the gardens of Vaikuntha, he would see his Lord appear as in Braja, performing his pastimes. And he would see that the, gar the gardens were filled with herds of cows. At other times, he would see him sitting as usual on his throne in his all splendor, but looking just like Madan Gopal, just like Krishna. 
the cowherd boy. You would see him sitting on the throne eh, as a cowherd boy of Vrindavan. So in this way we can see that in Vaikuntha, since he wanted to see Krishna, eh, that desire was fulfilled. But still his heart was not content because although the Lord appeared to him like that, but he was not acting like a cowherd boy in Vrindavan. <clears throat> Sometimes the Lord would just go somewhere and no one would know where he went. So, So Gopkumar, although he felt that he received, he achieved the ultimate goal of his desire, ultimate object of his desire, but still his heart was not uh, content. His heart was feeling some sort of pain. And at that time, uh, he would consider the root cause of his incompleteness and that understanding itself would drive away the pain. And Gopkumar would console his mind also. Have not the slightest doubt. He would tell his mind. Have, don't have any doubt, slightest doubt. There is no attainment more desirable than living here in Vaikuntha. So why even raise the question? O fickle heart, now use your intelligence. Therefore, to cast this lower nature far away, uh, it doesn't belong here. There is nothing greater than to reside in Vaikuntha. No greater goal. Consider the hundreds of arguments that support this truth and achieve the highest peace. So, although he was in his Satchidananda form, but we are seeing uh, the Gopkumar's heart was not content. And he would think that this was, the, uh, this was the activity of his mind. His mind is telling all that. And these are uh, the impressions that he is carrying from uh, the previous situation in earth planet. So he would chastise his mind, control his mind. That you have achieved Vaikuntha, why are you still feeling that way? Don't think that way. So in this way, he kept on residing in Vaikuntha, sometimes joyful and sometimes disturbed. Then one day, Narad Muni found him in a secluded place. And then Narad Muni told him, My dear cowherd boy, you have received the mercy of the divine Lord of Vaikuntha. Yet from signs like the paleness of your face, you appear depressed. 
like someone suffering misfortune. Please tell me what scope could be there for pain and sorrow here. In Vaikuntha there is no pain, there is no sorrow. They are not supposed to be, but why are you looking as if you are disturbed, as if you are discontent? So Narad Muni wanted to know uh, and then Gop Kumar honestly admitted to him uh, that I was most fortunate to have met that greatest authority, the most reliable of all well-wishers who was equal to my guru and so I fully disclosed to him what was in my heart. He revealed everything. This is how he saw uh, Narad Muni and after and he told Narad Muni the whole story. After hearing that Narad Muni sighed a little, glanced around, looked around and drew him closer and compassionately spoke to him in a soft voice. So Narad Muni told him that, that you have concluded that there is nothing higher to achieve than this abode, uh, you are certainly correct. Uh, the truth cannot be other than this. But you desire to see with your own eyes the same pleasure pastimes of the Lord you worship that appear to you in meditation. You want to see those pastimes here in Vaikuntha and in full details. And Armin tells that those pastimes give pleasure even to the Lord Himself. Those Vrindavan pastimes are so dear that even the Lord feels great pleasure. And one can approach them like uh, uh, those pastimes only with the highest degree of prema like that of the residents of Vraja. Surely those pastimes can never be seen by persons like me. It is in certain world somewhere above all others that those pastimes are to be seen enchanting the Lord's devotees. But by your bhakti for the Lord of the creation, you have come to Vaikuntha. How can you see those pastimes here? How can this greatest secret be revealed here in Vaikuntha where the extreme limit of Lord's all-powerful opulence is displayed? So Narad Muni is talking about uh, opulence as opposed to love. Vrindavan uh, is the place of love and this is the place of opulence. So in this opulent environment that loving form of the Lord and the loving exchange with the Lord is not possible. In simple words, uh, as long as we recognize Him as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, we cannot possibly deal with Him 
the way the residents of Vrindavan deal with Krishna. So in order to uh, develop that kind of loving relationship with Krishna, one has to go beyond Vaikuntha. So then Gopkumar wanted to hear from Narad Muni. And he asked, uh, and he didn't even ask, Narad Muni could understand what was in his heart. So that is also another uh, thing about a self-realized soul. Like personalities like Narad Muni or pure devotees can understand what's going on, what is there in the heart of other people. And then Narad Muni told uh, about Vaikuntha uh, that don't think that the flocks of animals and birds of this place or the trees, creepers, bushes, grass and other vegetation are made from earth like ordinary creatures in the mode of ignorance. In fact, these are all personal associates of Sri Krishna, all with spiritual Satchidananda bodies. So, huh? the, per th the personalities and objects of Vrindavan are not material, although they appear to be like material. They all are spiritual. In Vrindavan, huh? the animals are not just huh? living entities in the mode of ignorance having the animal body. The, the animal's bodies are transcendental, Satchidananda. The trees are Satchidananda. The bushes are Satchidananda. The grass is Satchidananda. So that is Vrindavan, although it appears to be like the earth planet. And then he explained, Narad Muni actually uh, explained to him that in Vaikuntha, each devotee sees his Lord as, as according to his worshipable Lord and the Lord, Lord assumes that form for him, appears to him like those who are the worshippers of Nishingadev, they will see the Lord in that form, those who are worshippers of Varahadev, Kurmadev, they will see them accordingly. So, Narad, Narad Muni was pointing out, actually the previous thing that I said about Vrindavan, it was not Vrindavan, Narad Muni was speaking about Vaikuntha. In Vaikuntha, the, all the living entities, even the animals and uh, trees and plants and bushes and creepers, they all are uh, Satchidananda form, 
transcendental. And the form that <clears throat> in whichever way one worships the Lord, he sees him in that form in Vaikuntha. Because Lord Narayan manifests as the particular Lord of worship with a form of suitable complexion and other qualities. <clears throat> And in this way, they worship their uh, Lord in their uh, favorite forms and in places where he resides. His opulence, cities and other abodes and expand the ocean of happiness. Then Narmani, huh? told him in the lord's own appearances in the lord's own appearances on earth he shows similar varieties and equality the lord's own forms are the shelter and the treasure of the earth among them are naranarayan and dattatreya and parasara the son of jamadagni and kapila there are those who playfully assume the appearance of deities and those such as Vishnu and Jogeshwar, whom we have seen on Swargaloka and other higher planets. There are such various incarnations as Matsa, Kurma, Mahavaraha, Sriman Narasimha and Bhamana. Each of these forms of the Lord has its own activities and names. Yet, all of them are full in eternity, knowledge and bliss, though manifesting variety in substance, they are eternally one. That one Lord of Vaikuntha uh, resides in various places and appears in many forms just to give pleasure to all his multitude of servants. Brahma perceived this truth when he stole Krishna's boys and calves in the forest of Vrindavan. And I realized it while wandering amongst his many palaces in the city of Dwarka. Lord Krishna alone is the bestower of the fruits of all auspicious works. His lotus feet are worshipped by the masters of yoga. Whatever his personal energy creates is eternal and real beyond illusion, just as he is. The incarnations of Sri Krishna, the original personality of Godhead, are likewise not different from Him, their source, just as He is eternal and real, so, they, so are they. Krishna alone is the source of all incarnations of Godhead. By His infinitely various excellences, distinct from those of everyone else, he is always supreme. Those excellences are known by the term bhaga, 
and Krishna is different from Narayan. For when Krishna appears in his descent in the material world, he fully manifests the many unique glories. This quality is created by a special potency of the Lord, a playful aspect of his spiritual, pure spiritual self, as Krishna assumes various forms for his pastimes, she creates varieties of ecstasy in devotional service. Then Gopkumar asked Narad Muni, My Lord, divine deity forms of Supreme Godhead, like Lord Purushottam, the master of Niladri, are present on earth and you consider them embodiments of eternity, knowledge and bliss? The one personality of Godhead, whose body is always Satchidananda, mercifully enacts the pastimes of being present in various places, in various forms. But why therefore do we hear different opinions about this form of the in form from the Puranas. The Puranic statements coming as they do from the mouths of exalted souls cannot be less than authoritative. Narad Muni is the first spiritual master for the path of worshipping the deity of the Lord. Deity of the Lord. Upon hearing this question, Narad Muni became uh, very pleased. He stood up and he embraced him in extreme ecstasy and answered this way. So Narad Muni mentioned, the deity forms I have mentioned are all equal to the original personality of Godhead. <clears throat> so do you, do you understand that? Huh? Are you, are you, with me? <laughs> like, what did Narad Muni say? All these forms of the Lord are equal. Which verse of Brahma Samhita mentions that, confirms that, this statement? Who knows? <coughs> Just one hand went up, Maharaj's hand. Okay, let us hear Maharaj say that since his hand went up. Very good. Diparchi rebohi dasantaram abhupetya. Just as one lamp lights many other lamps, but when they are lit, they all give out the same amount of light and heat. But, but, <coughs> The first lamp is the lamp that lit the other lamps. So similarly Krishna is the original lamp that Krishna is the original personality of Godhead from whom all the other incarnations came but they all are equal.
Then Narmuni, after instructing further, is going to one point, is very important. Listen to that carefully. <coughs> one can reach perfection by honoring even a blade of grass, provided one sees within it the presence of the Supreme Lord. You got the point? If one worships even a blade of grass, recognizing the fact that the Lord is there in that grass, he can achieve his spiritual perfection. So, what to speak of worshipping the Supreme Personality of Godhead in his deity form? So this is a good point to defeat the Mayavadis, isn't it? Krishna is present everywhere. They say, why worship the deities? He is present everywhere. And our point is, if he is present everywhere, then why can't he be present in the deity? There are some groups, they say, no, Deity should not be worshipped because he is present everywhere. The murti, they don't call deity, they say murti. So Narada Muni say, how then can one find fault in worshipping the deity in whom the Lord personally appears? The deity form is not just uh, a statue, just, just a murti. The Lord personally appears in the deity form. Who evokes remembrance of the Lord. Who has been consecrated by mantras. And who is the receiver of all kinds of devotional service. The Lord manifests himself in the deity form to receive the worship of his devotees or to enable his devotees to render service unto him. That is why the Lord manifests himself in the deity form. Am I going too fast in the sense I am just giving the points but not really explaining or elaborating? Are you, as I am reading, as I am speaking do you all understand what is huh, going on is that clear and then he uh, Narad Muni mentioned that the important fact is that when a devotee renders service to the Lord who is the supreme controller he becomes subordinate to his devotees. So why shouldn't one serve the Lord in his deity form? Remember Gopkuma's question? Gopkuma's question was that the forms that are there in the earth planet like Lord Jagannath and other such deity forms are they still the Supreme Personality of Godhead? Who is here in Vaikuntha? 
you said that when he expands himself they are non-different now are the forms of the Lord that are present in the earth planet uh, that in the form of the deities are they also the supreme personality of God and what was Narad Muni's answer yes so did you also get it yes huh I am seeing some are falling asleep. I mean, I saw some are falling asleep. So that's why <laughs> I thought that I should wake you up. And as I said, like, it's a pity that I am uh, trying to cover the whole thing. Uh, like, probably it would have been better uh, if I told them in story form. But if I told them in story form, these, these beautiful exchanges wouldn't have been so elaborately uh, manifest. All the instructions couldn't have been so wonderfully manifest. And because the Supreme Controller, the Supreme Personality of Godhead becomes subordinate to His devotees, therefore the Lord does not give bhakti so easily. Therefore, the Lord hesitates to give bhakti to somebody. Got the point? The supreme, because the supreme controller becomes subordinate to those who have bhakti. And he offers his only to rare uh, persons uh, who are uh, who have developed this unique attitude towards the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Unique love for the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And then Gopkumar felt, uh, Gopkumar told uh, this Brahmana boy uh, uh, that that these words of Narad Muni increased his anxiety to see the lotus feet of his Lord, uh, Srimadan Gopal. And his heart was filled with that intense desire, as if there was a storm of that desire to see the Lord. Uh, so, as we, this is also another important consideration. That as we become spiritually advanced, our spiritual emotions become more and more. Meaning our attachment to the Lord and our emotion to the Lord becomes more and more overpowering and overwhelming. And this is understandable. Like we see... Uh, in the ordinary dealings when a man falls in love with somebody how does he behave what actually happens to him when someone falls in love with somebody so what to speak of when someone falls in love with the supreme personality of Godhead is that loving relationship real does that loving relationship happen yes it happens 
and we have to understand that relationship is millions of times more intense than any loving relationship we can think of or experience in the material world. Even in falling, there is an expression, uh, madly fell in love with somebody. Uh, madly, meaning somebody became mad in love with somebody. By falling in love with somebody, he became like a madman. So what to speak of when somebody falls in love with the Supreme Personality of Godhead? So that is the main point that time and time again is coming up here. The Lord is providing us with this opportunity. We saw how the Lord feels about us. In Vaikuntha, when Gopkumar met Narayan, how did he, what did he tell him? I'm so happy that you came. I feel as if you have bestowed your mercy upon me. The Lord even said that. That you have been so merciful to me. That you have come back. And he said, each life, when you got one life, I hoped that you'd become a devotee of mine. You'll turn your face towards me. You did not. I was hoping, but I got disappointed. Then you took another birth. I thought in this life maybe he will do that. Even then you didn't do that. I thought in the next life, huh, when you took birth again, I thought that in this life you will. And then he said that finally I went out of my way to bring you back. I appeared there as your spiritual master. Jayanta. I appeared there as your spiritual master and guided you. And thank you very much that you took the instructions of your spiritual master so sincerely. So many people take initiation, but then what? But here we are seeing what Gopkumar did. The instructions of his spiritual master became his life and soul. So when you come to this platform of devotional service, take full advantage of it, recognizing that this is the ultimate perfection. This is the ultimate goal of life. Supreme Personality of Godhead is waiting for you. Is wait, just turn your face towards Him. He's sitting in your heart waiting when He will come back to me. When he will turn his face towards me. So become serious about your spiritual life. Now seeing Gopkumar's condition, Narad Muni, uh, in a consoling way, spoke to Gopkumar. Although this topic is most confidential and should not be talked about here, by the weight of your anxiety, I am being forced to speak openly. Because these topics 
of pure devotion to Krishna is not even discussed in Vaikuntha. Even Vaikuntha Vashis should not uh, have access to that. What we are getting here uh, by the mercy of Srila Prabhupada and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is not available even to the Vaikuntha Vasis, residents of Vaikuntha. So when Narad Muni is speaking, remember, Narad Muni looked around uh, and uh, he brought Gopkumar close to him. Why? So that nobody else could hear it in Vaikuntha. Because this is a secret even for Vaikuntha Vashis. And then Narad Muni started to tell him, far from here lies Ayodhya, the splendid city of Raghupati. The divine master of Raghu dynasty and beyond that shines the city of Dwarka, dear to the divine master of the Jadus. Dwarka resembles the blessed and charming Mathura. Go to that Dwarka and worship with your eyes your beloved Lord. But first hear from me about an excellent method of approaching Ayodhya. From Vaikuntha, how to go to Ayodhya? Huh? Narad Muni pointed out to Gopkumar huh? that you surrender to Lord Ramchandra's lotus feet and chant the mantra, mantra for Lord Ramchandra. And he also mentioned, Sri Krishna is the original personality of Godhead, the source of all incarnations, and simply by worship, worship of Him, everything can be obtained. Yet, I shall give you teachings to help you achieve a special taste for the divine lotus feet of Lord Ramchandra. By chanting Krishna mantra, you can achieve everything. But still to achieve uh, some special relationship to Lord Ramchandra, I will give you one mantra. And that mantra uh, has been the, uh, is O husband of Sita, Raghunath, elder brother of Lakshman, O Lord, dear master of Sri Hanuman, hmm, chant this mantra. And remember the quality, beauty, and power of Lord Ramchandra as revealed in the Vedas and other scriptures. So, <clears throat> if after you have seen the two lotus feet of Sri Ram, your hankering to see your Lord is, is unappeased, then Ram, whose heart is soft from overflowing compassion, will happily send you to Dwarka. You go to Lord Ramchandra, but when Lord Ramchandra will see that your heart is still not content, then he will make, he will lead you, he will send you to Dwarka. And Narad Muni then told him, Ajodha, Dwarka and other such abodes are all regions of Vaikuntha. Although they are in the higher region, but they are also Vaikuntha. Surely, therefore, you need not take permission from the Lord of Vaikuntha 
to leave and go there. You then have to ask the permission of Narayan to go there. Being overjoyed upon receiving that instruction, uh, Gop Kumar bowed down repeatedly to Sri Narad, took his blessings and set out remembering Narad Muni's instructions. After traveling a long way, he saw some forest monkeys restlessly jumping here and there and shouting, Ram, Ram. And as he moved forward, they gathered around him and tried to grab his flute from his hand. Then he saw some humans who were even more beautiful than the associates of Lord Vaikuntha. Those, huh? they look like their behavior was like the most civilized persons. And when he bowed down in front of them, they couldn't tolerate his bowing down. And showing the sign, huh? they brought him to the outer boundary of the city and through an entrance gate. There before him, huh? Gopkumar Sabharat with Shatrugna, seated comfortably with monkeys like Sugriv, Angad and Jambavan, surrounded by many handsome men. Thinking Bharat to be Ramchandra, Lord of the Raghus, thinking Bharat to be Lord Ramchandra, Gopkumar offered him obeisances and prayers. But Bharat covered his ears and repeatedly forbade him, saying, I am only a servant, I am only a servant. Then Gopkumar, <coughs> afraid, Gopkumar stood motionless in front of Bharat with joined palms. Hanuman then quickly made him leave the place and enter the inner precincts of the city, where he saw the most amazing sight the Supreme Lord in his form as the best of human beings, Naruttama, sat comfortably on a royal throne in the best of the palaces, a palace full in all charming attractions, happy and marked with all the signs of a great personage. He seemed somewhat like Lord Narayan. But certain specially attractive features distinguished him from that Lord. His hands, his hand was adorned with a bow. His glances were delightfully modest and humble. That's the difference of Ramchandra and Narayan. Lord Ramchandra's glances were very humble, displaying his inner uh, mood. Playing the role of a perfect king, he followed all the prescribed rules of religious behavior. Seeing Lord Ramchandra, Gop Kumar became overwhelmed with ecstasy and fell down before him as if offering prostate obeisances. My con confusion 
then robbed him of supreme benefit of seeing him. But then by his mercy, he was able to stand up again by the mercy of Lord Ramchandra. He was able to stand up again and see him clearly. Overwhelmed with greatest joy, he bowed down again and again, saying, All glories, all glories. Then the soft-hearted Lord soothed him fully with the gentle nectar of his supremely impressive words. Lord Ramchandra told Gop Kumar, My dear son of cowherd, my best friend, well done, well done. By showing such affection, you have conquered me. Enough with all this exertion. Now just relax. You have made me, your dear friend, unhappy for long enough. Please get up, get up. All good fortune to you. Give up this formal respect, dear friend. I am always controlled by such pure love of, as yours. Then on the Lord's order, Hanuman then raised him, raised Gopkumar from the ground and forcefully brought him to the lotus feet of Lord Ramchandra. At that time, Gopkumar felt that all my long-cherished desires been successful now, beyond what I had ever hoped. And where else could I have achieved such perfection? And in this way, he stayed there for some time as before in his own dress as a cowherd boy. And the fullness of bliss that, is, that he tasted melted his heart. He saw the unique pastimes of divine Raghuvir, who was playing the role of a king of kings, acting in strict accord with religious principles. But still, there also he could not see the unique sweetness that he found within the varied playful pastimes of his worshipable deities, Lotus Feet. Who is his worshipable deity? Krishna. And Krishna's pastimes is full of sweetness. Whereas, he couldn't see that sweetness in Lord Ramchandra's pastime. And nor could he find the special mercy. Thus, even there in Ajodha, Gopkumar was still unhappy. But by hearing from Sri Hanuman the glories of Sri Ramchandra's lotus feet and by directly seeing Lord Ramchandra personally, uh, dispelled his mental distress. And he imagined Lord Ramchandra to have all the qualities of his worshipful deity. Finally, Lord Ramchandra, whose heart is tender with limitless, unlimited compassion and who knows the mind of everyone in the world, 
consoled Gop Kumar with words of gentle affection. He told, Lord Ramchandra told him, go to Dwarka and be happy. He ordered and he sent Gop Kumar off at once together with the chief of the bears. Who is the chief of the bears? Jamboban. So thus ends the fourth chapter of part two of Srila Sanatan Goswami's Brihad Bhagavatamrita entitled Vaikuntha, the Spiritual Kingdom. Hare Krishna. So does anybody have any question? So, question from Parameshwari Radhika Devi Dasi from Gurgaon. <laughs> Hare Krishna Parameshwari. Gurudev, I can't understand why Gopkumar was sent to Vrindavan after he reached several destinations. Please explain. Yes, the answer is he was sent to Vrindavan time and time again to uh, develop the qualification to go beyond, go further. Uh, and there he met his guru who actually guided him again and again. He went back to Vrindavan from... This we have to understand, earthly Vrindavan, home of Vrindavan. So, uh, there in home of Vrindavan, he came from the abode of Lord Brahma, which is the highest place in this universe. But coming to Vrindavan, he actually became qualified to go beyond this uh, region, Brahmasattaloka. Then in this way he went to the abode of Lord Shiva. From there he came back being instructed by Mahakal, Mahakalishwar in order to become qualified to go even beyond uh, to Vaikuntha. So now you understand how fortunate you are, Parameswari Devi, Radhika Devidasi. You are only about 150 kilometers from Vrindavan. So take full advantage of your good fortune. There's a long question, let's see. I'll just keep it for afterwards. So another long question from Kirti Kumari from Mayapur. We see that Gop Kumar traveled all around meeting the Lord in different forms and moods. Somehow Gop Kumar kept hankering for the Swayam Bhagavan Krishna even unknowingly. Does that mean that our attachment for a specific form or mood of worship of the Lord is inherent to the soul? Does this specific attachment come from the soul itself? Is it inspired or directed by Krishna? Or is it something which is 
it may be given through parampara is this relation or attachment to favorite form something which is eternal or does it undergo changes so <clears throat> yes uh, it is actually uh, the result of the mantra the mantra that you get from your spiritual master that mantra actually creates that attachment so he got the gopal mantra from his spiritual master so he became attracted to gopal similarly some people will get the ramchandra's mantra and they will go to ajodha and when they go to ajodha they will become fully satisfied in this way the mantra is going to lead us to the ultimate destination then we see that dhruva got to meet narayan face to face and therefore his attachment to him was fixed we see that prallad invoked nishinga dev and thus their relationship is fixed we see that lakshmi devi although hankering to be part of rasa dance still remains attached to her role as lakshmi uh, the lover of narayan then we see gopkumar and whatever form he associates with although not having proper understanding still he is hankering for krishna as such he did not develop the steadfast attachment for any of those forms how is that guru maharaj so kirti kumari if you are still listening did you get your answer i hope you did so <clears throat> yes as i said it is through the mantra that one will develop his attachment to the to the personality of the mantra so this question is ashutosh dash who is ashutosh dash okay if somebody worships even a blade of grass considering lord residing there then he can achieve perfection in that sense jatomat tatopat is is true because they believe in deity and also other things depending on their often their affection like uh, kali etc how can we understand that situation please it uh, yeah. anyway please uh, explain or elaborate okay the did you understand the point that was made you mention it there also worship even a blade of grass considering lord residing there that krishna is there in the grass now when somebody worships kali does do they think that krishna is in kali huh what is your math
or Doridra Narayan? Huh? Do they think Narayan is Doridra? Or recognize that Narayan is in the in that personality? Narayan is there in him. Is Narayan there in him? So the understanding is to worship Narayan. The understanding is not Jatamat Tatupat. Okay. You mentioned in Srimad Bhagavatam class that devotional service actually Shravanam Kirtanam. Not devotional service actually Shravanam Kirtanam. It's ninefold, but out of them, the Shravanam Kirtan is most important. In temple, uh, if some devotee shows their interest in chanting and hearing rather than doing physical service, how can we make balance on this? Uh, okay, if somebody wants to do the only Shravanam and Kirtanam, then they go to the forest. Alright. Uh, but if they want to stay in the temple, then they have to render devotional service. Not only the Shavanam and Kirtanam. Yes, Shavanam Kirtanam can be done, that can become, but what do we find? Gop Kumar. Where was, where was he doing Shavanam Kirtanam? In the temple or in Vrindavan? In the forest. So if somebody wants to do only Shavanam Kirtanam and no devotional service, <laughs> then we can also say no prashadam. And besides that, to really appreciate Shravanam Kirtanam, we have to render service. Sevan, Shevan Mukhei Jivado. By Sheva, by service. So the devotional service is service. Shravanam Kirtan will inspire one to render service. Hitesh. Is there any difference in hearing Srila Prabhupada's lecture and reading transcripts of lectures? Uh, please guide. Both are good. Uh, the consideration is where you can focus yourself the best. If by... Uh, and Personally, I feel that reading, we can concentrate better. But sometimes, hearing is also very effective. Like, that's why we have the standard of hearing Chaitanya Charitamrita while taking prasad. While taking prasad, then hear. Alright? Hearing... Because otherwise what will happen? While taking prasad, there will be prajalpa. <clears throat> there are so many questions here from Harin Bhattacharya, who is yeah, 
Dhanavat Pranam, okay. For myself and my wife, Shoma Bhattacharya, this is our first ever visit to ISKCON, Ujjain. We are overwhelmed by the hospitality here. The brahmacharis and other staff members uh, going out of the way to make our stay comfortable and memorable. They are all so nice and seem to be uh, molded in the nature of your soft personality. Your touch is felt everywhere. Here in Vaikuntha, we are blessed to be here. <laughs> Thank you. Let's have the following questions. One, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared in Brahma Madhva Sampradaya. In that case, do the other three Vaishnava Sampradayas follow Mahaprabhu's teachings? Is there any essential difference between the four Vaishnava Sampradayas? Uh, well, <coughs> those Sampradayas, they have their, uh, their standard, their method, their way, their, their goal. Uh, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's thing is so unique that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took two aspects from all four sampradayas. Uh, 